Hello, I'm Marvin Fant, and this is Fantline, where we're not afraid to speak truth, and it doesn't matter if you're conservative or liberal, Democrat or Republican, because right always trumps over wrong. Enough said. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Minister Marvin Fant, and today's message is Mustard Seed Faith and Clearing Up a Contradiction We May Not Have Realized. Now, you've heard of the, the same mustard seed faith, okay? Have, have the faith of a mustard seed. So what does that really entail? What does that really mean? Well, I'm here to let you know a few things about that. And it may enlighten you. It may even open up your eyes. And I've been studying the word about faith. Studying the word, whereas coming from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, being God. For he that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, I've also come to learn that faith is not about what you see physically, but what you see spiritually. Faith in Jesus is a physical act as well as mental. You must believe in whatever Jesus has promised to you before it comes to fruition. And more importantly, physically, do as if it's already come to pass. But I like to throw this in there also, coming from the Bible. In order to get to this point, we must first do this, where Romans 12 and 2 says is one of my also one of my favorite um scriptures and it says be be transformed by the renewing of your mind see you have to have a, a new mindset in order to get this faith situation down pat you have to get to the point of clearing out the garbage clearing out the crud clearing out the things that you were brought up were brought up on that contradict the will and word of God. And a lot of us, many of us, most of us have not gotten to that point because it's a, it's a hard situation. I, I admit that it's a hard situation to get your mind set, focused, um, mostly on the right teachings and ways of God. Because even growing up in a in a Christian environment, there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, teachers, pastors, ministers, however you may want to call them, 
that have been misinformed. Their heart means well, but they've been misinformed. And the topic I'm, I'm about to discuss is one of those situations. Now, I, I mentioned about renewing your mind. And I also mentioned about um, having faith, but having that faith in a physical aspect. Now, I'll give you a little example of that. Now, recently, me and my wife, you know, we had purchased a new home. Now, this had been in the making for a, a few years. And mainly it was my wife's vision first, so to speak. Now, I had, I had to, took me a little while to come on board with that. The reason that it took me a little while is because See, I had, I had it in my head, whereas, oh, you, you're at a certain age in your life. You, we already had one home. Um, Why well, go through another process again of, of, of having another home when you're in your 50s now, when most people, they, they, they're, they're younger when they buy a home. And, you know, most times you, you buy a home and it's on a 30-year 30-year situation. You know, and I thought about that. And, and then finally, after a while, I, I, I came to the conclusion that, you know what? God has a lot more in store for me and her. And God says, I can do, I can do all things. Nothing is impossible with me. Put me to the test. Put me to the test. It's just like when with Abraham and Sarah, when God said that Sarah would conceive and, and, and she laughed. And I apologize to God because in that, you know, in essence, that I pretty much did the same thing. And looking back on that, God blessed Sarah. With more years after that, remember she she was ninety years old, and she didn't pass away until she was close to one hundred and thirty years old. Now, of course, back then people lived a lot you know longer than they do now, but still, when you go into the word, they described her as being a beautiful woman. And so beautiful that, you know, she was threatened to be a concubine. Now, you're not 90 years old, old and frail, you know, like you would see someone today. Or, you know, you have that image in your head. You know, she, she was fine at 90 years old. And a lot of us skip over that that aspect of it in the Bible, but you read between the lines and you think about it. So God kept her. But again, she was 90 years old. But the thing I want to get at is, like I said, nothing is impossible for God. And yet, we minimize him. We don't think enough of him. 
because we've been dragged down by what we've been taught, what we've seen, what we've seen through others. And God says, forget all that. You just focus on me. You just concentrate on me. And look what I, and look what I can do for you. But first, you have to have faith. First, you have to walk the walk as you talk the talk. So like I said, me and my wife, we were looking about purchasing, purchasing a home. And finally, I came on board. And God let me know it's going to be all right. So I had to show that faith. I had to have that faith. So what I started to do was, well before even talking about a house, well before even looking at a house, I started to get gather boxes for moving. I gather a little here, gather a little there, and I put it in the garage where we formerly stayed. And then when my wife saw that, she knew it was time. So then she started looking, and then I started looking, we started looking together. And then I'm not going to go into great detail here, but a lot of other things started to come into place. And before you know it, to make a long story short, we purchased a home. And it's a beautiful home. And I thank God for that home. Because without him, nothing, none of this would be possible. So even though I'm in my 50s, and even though I have, I've had some naysayers already. Oh, why you get a home right now? And, you know, you're in your 50s now. And, you know, look by the time in, in 30 years, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. Because this is something that God gave to me. God gave to my wife. God gave to us. And I believe as long as we give him the praise and glory, as long as we give him the praise and glory, we have nothing to fear about having this house. We have nothing to fear about living our lives in this house. Now, that's an example of walking by faith. Walking by faith is doing things as if it's already come to pass. And whatever it may be. But that was one example right there. See, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, the King from the King James says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. See, it says walk by faith, not by sight. The key word there is walk. See, that's the physical aspect, the walk, the doing, the putting in the work. That's the faith. That's what God sees. That, that is what God goes by. That is the faith. It's not the, the mental aspect of it. It starts from it starts in the middle, it starts in the mind. 
But the true faith is trusting and believing in God and actually doing something physical. That's where the faith kicks in. Because anybody can say, well, I believe. But when you actually put foot the ground, put boot the ground, now you're showing God something. And you're not being a, a lot of mouth. Now you're showing them something. You know, it makes me think back to Noah. When God told Noah to build an ark. And what did Noah do? He faithfully went out and built an ark. In the midst of having people talk about him. In the midst of people saying he's a fool. Why are you building an ark? It's never rained before. You're building an ark on dry land. Nowhere near the ocean. Think about that. And he did it for, and he built, it took him 120 years to build that ark. Think of the ridicule and scorn he went through. Think about that. Would you be able to stand up to that? But he was obedient. He trusted and he had faith. Also, I want to point out that God wants you to walk, walk the walk as you're talking the talk. See, we love to tell Jesus what we want, but we have a hard time in following his directions because his directions will be about the unseen things that haven't come to pass. And it'll be weird to you and anyone else. So as I'm starting the word about faith, I realize some scriptures. I've been reading, reading on some scriptures and it got me going and it got me thinking. And I went to uh, Matthew 17 and 20. Now this is in the NIV. And there's an example of what I'm talking about. It says, he replied, because you have so little faith, and this is Jesus talking, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And that's Matthew 17 and 20 in the NIV. Now, now this is me in a nutshell. I, I like to pick up things, pick up on things here. I'm like, wait a minute. On one hand, it says you have little faith, which is why things are not getting done. But on the other, it says have small faith as a mustard seed to get things done. Now, think about that. Small and little are conceptually the same, which would be a contradiction. Okay? Now, think about that. Now, here's another. Now, this is from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation Bible. And it says, 
You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Okay? The key word in these transactions outside of the King James Bible is that they're not using the word, if they're not using the word little, then they use the word size. If they're not using the word little, then they're using the word size. Here's an example of that. And this is from the Amplified Bible. He answered, dear Jesus, because of your little faith, for I assure you and most solemnly say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, See, there's that other word there using size, the size of a mustard seed. You will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Now, the prevailing thought when it comes to this verse is that people already have it conceived in their heads. About little and small. And I also want to throw out something here also. Now, while I'm going through this, and I'm giving you verses from Matthew 17 and 20 from different Bibles. From different Bibles. And these Bibles say that you should have at least small faith or little faith. Have a little faith. That's all it takes. But then at the same time, it's also showing Jesus saying, oh, ye," basically saying, oh, ye of little faith. You have little faith. So what's up with that? Okay. Let me tell you about the mustard seed. The mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. I'll say that again. The mustard seed is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet, when it's planted, it grows and becomes the largest. The largest. The largest of all garden plants. And their branches become so huge and so big that birds can perch in, in its shade. The mustard seed. <clears throat> now, now what I'm going to do here is go to the King James. Go to the King James and show you how it's presented in the King James. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith 
as a grain of mustard seed. You shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. I say it again. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, check it out here, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, okay, if you have faith as it, it didn't say little. It says, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, if you have faith as a mustard seed. And I already explained to you the fruition or the growth of the mustard seed. The mustard seed becomes huge. So in other words, Jesus is saying, have huge faith. He's not saying have little faith, have huge faith. But people get this misconstrued, people get this twisted, and it's throwing people in the wrong direction. And it's time to clear that up with truth and clear thinking and thought when reading the word. And that's another thing, whereas you stick, you stick, you stick close to the King James Version. I just gave you examples of how these other Bibles, yeah, they can pre um, present the word in more clarity when it comes to definite, you know, when it comes to certain words in the, in the King James, because it's, you know, it may sound so broken in, in a sense when you're reading it. But I would stick close to the King James Version. Yes, people, people will, will, will criticize the, the King James henceforth from where it came from, so to speak. But still, but still, it is the authorized word of God. Okay? It is the authorized word of God. <clears throat> All right. So like I said, so when Jesus refers to the mustard seed, he's referring to the expanse of it, the enormity. And again, going back to Romans 12, 2 of renewing our minds, we have to have a renewed mind in order to, to change our thought process, to change our thought patterns, to, ch to change our ways. See, we ourselves, we start out small in our unbelief. And just like the growth of that tiny seed, our belief and, and faith in him grows to enormous proportions. Give you another example. Have you heard of the example of putting a fish in a tank or in a confined, confined environment? It's proven that the shark will only grow to the size of its environment, be it say if it's in a tank or whatever else. But if you take it out of that tank or whatever else place, it'll grow to its to the size that it's destined to be. We, be it Christians, are destined to grow with no limitations 
But as long as we're confined to how we've been brought up and living by the ways of this world, then we'll be forever confined to closed surroundings and never have the faith needed to fulfill to, to the fullness of life here in this present earth. And most of all, a failure to do the will of God. Enough said. Thank you for checking out Fantline. Until next time, keep Jesus first and be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Thank you.